Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, my goodness, lots going on, lots to get to. We're going to have to speed up and do three 10-minute segments to get through the hour, get caught up. Greatly appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Tuesday. Home game Tuesday, Huskers in Illinois. 8 o'clock tip at PBA should be packed house. I'll be disappointed if it's if it's not a packed house. But we'll oh, talk about Tuesday that. And, they, and yeah. they said they fixed the beer. beer Eight thing. o'clock. They extra beer vendors at the yeah. PBA. And, and you ain't got to sit in line to get a did a uh, you know hand thing. Well, they need to. I mean, yeah, that's a thing. People again, be that, hammered. That 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 segment hammered. three. That segment three. Talk about it again at eight o'clock tip. So, you know, we know that that the hay market will be buzzing before right now, the game. Pre-gaming. Right, pre gaming. So it should be a good crowd. Lot to talk about. Four zero two four six four. 5685 Starter Heyman text line. If you want to join the conversation, hit us with a what's up. Uh, the Starter Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. Twitter live. You can see what's going on. Uh, if you're going to be down there, Jay, you going tonight? You're going to the game. You're no, not going to the game? Not going to the game. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. I'm, I've actually got a speaking engagement before, two speaking engagements before the game. So I'm going to be down there. Everybody knows where to find me. Come give me a fist bump. Say what's up. Uh, and I go big red. We'll get that done. Jay Foreman, tell them about the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese special ingredients and butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock. I always say every type of cut or every type of meat, every type of cut. Everything you want. Exactly. Everything you want. Good stuff. Um, I am. I exhaled that the season was over because it was actually a good lead up. But that was kind of we we, we should have known that that was the kind of game we were going to have. It was disappointing. Because we had had good games, better games in the prelims. Right? So that's kind of what we were hoping for was that, you know, it'd be a decent game. It wasn't. What was – what's the lead story? Is it talent? Is it coaching? Is it the program? Is it culture? What's the lead story to a 65-7 win? Uh, It was nature versus nurture. The nature that Georgia operates in, you know, beat a, a nurture and you know team that wasn't ready for that, you know, down and dirty type of game. And Georgia came in very motivated, and uh, TCU was just in the way. I, I don't think that TCU is fifty-eight points worse than them, but I think Georgia was definitely the better team. Um, and so sometimes you can get caught up when in the in these type of big games where you're not ready to play mentally and. And it's just an outer body experience, and you can never kind of get back in line. You see it sometimes in championship games in a high school environment or anything like that. It's hard to do. And uh, the the lack of experience that they have, you got to think this team didn't even go to a bowl game last year. So um, for Nebraska fans, that's why I say don't have, don't have low expectations talking about six wins. You should have higher. I mean, uh, you know, they fired their coach. He comes in, he turns around, takes them all the way to the championship. Now, I'm not saying that. You know, that's what we should expect next year. But you shouldn't be having, you know, being okay with three or four wins. And so um, it's new for all those kids. They've won more than maybe that they, you know, could have envisioned. They rode the wave and 
and they face a very uh, well-oiled machine that, like Kirby Smart says, he's building this program to be sustained, and that means always being in the in the hunt to to win it all. Uh, he also realizes that can't happen every year, but he also has learned so much from his mentor Nick Saban, who also learned from uh, Tom Osborne, and they've taken it to the to the maximum. And so, you know, it's it's disappointing. You feel, you know, I'm disappointed that we didn't get a TCU's best game. They're probably dis, you know, I know they're disappointed, and embarrassed. But at the end of the day, Georgia's a national champion, and they they've been the best team all year. Um, I would have liked two to, years in a row. I would have liked to seen, um, you know, some other teams in there. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really think, you know, you could have ran it back with Ohio state again, I think, but Georgia did what they had to do and they're willing to do it in their champs and, uh, you know, put a bow on the season and you got to get ready for next season. If I'm a, if I'm a opposing coach, um, you know, in the sec or somewhere where I think I'm outside looking in, I'm watching that tape. I'm, I'm, trying to find out what they're doing from a uh, system standpoint in the sense of here's what I mean by system, how they're going about their business every single day. Um, I'm picking their brains as much as possible. I'm picking, you know, the guys that are, that are winning at a clip that I'd like to get to and see how I can incorporate that in my own way in my program. And then going from there, um, you know, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing what to do is easy. Doing it is a hard thing because to win, you have to, you got to be willing to sacrifice. I mean, it, it's it's hard. I mean, it, you have to be willing to sacrifice something, and you, and a lot of times you got to sacrifice a few things, but it's all worth it. I mean, Kirby Smart said it. You know what these guys have went through, you know, since the beginning of last year after the season was over till now is worth it. They don't think back and think like, man, you know, winning this national champion and being back to back champions is the first time since Bama, and even before that, I think it might have been you know you know Nebraska or whatever or whatever team it was, it, you know, oh, man, I hate it. You know, I would have rather, you know, I'd give this away just so we didn't have to run extra sprints or we weren't held accountable for this. You know, so they, they understood and they all embraced, you know, the pain of discipline is, is way more important than the pain of uh, regret. And they don't have any regrets. You know, and it's, it wasn't easy, but they went out and did it. And they have – that's where their that confidence comes from. That's where they know if somebody goes down, somebody can step in. And that's where they can look so calm under pressure because they've done it and done it, you know, over and over and over. So, um, you know, if I'm a team, I'm looking at a way to attack them. Every team has weaknesses. Um, you know, certainly TCU left some plays out there. Certainly TCU had a lot of coverage busts and, 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 and uh, run fit busts. And so it's a good tape to learn from. But then also you got to learn from what they're doing because how they're operating, how they're recruiting, um, how they're going about developing players both on and on the field on and off the field is is something that you need to uh find and in the glitz and glamour you know I will say this if you think just depending on NIL and you're just going to go get guys that's just not that's just not going to work it's just I mean it'll work maybe once but the team that's winning right now has a running back that's a freshman that's as good as the two guys that are playing that started that would probably go a lot of places so He's everywhere else everywhere. It start. <laughs> but, but the thing is, they have a they have a plan for everybody four months period at a time. So that so they're they're really peeling back into the onion and getting down to what makes you tick and having a plan for you. And then the, the best part about it is, once you hit those checkpoints, whatever was discussed, you're rewarded with. 
so the work isn't the work isn't for nothing. Well, and you see the end result too. Back, to, I mean, this what you were a part of it when 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 a program wins, when a program becomes a program, and wins back to back national championships. Every player on the roster sees some benefit to the work put in. So no matter where you are in the depth chart, if you're at the bottom of it and you're you're practice dummy for national champions, you're getting better. You see it and you see the payoff. If you're number two or number three on the depth chart, you see, oh, my guy in front of me is going to the league. I need to follow his footsteps. I need to work at the level that he's working at. All of that is apparent. What I'll ask is this, though. What did TCU do? That to, to get themselves in a championship game that Nebraska can do? Oh, well, I mean, they, they you know, one, number one, they, they had a, a quarterback, number one, a dude at quarterback. Number two, you know, it didn't look like it last night. They're, they're more physical up front, you know, with their offensive line. I know their best offensive lineman got hurt last night. Um, and then defensively, they play with, at a speed and a rate that, Nebraska could try to copy. They run that three three five. So if you want to look and see what you can do or could possibly could be, that'd be it. But I think what they did was in the off season, if you follow their 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 strength and conditioning coaches, a lot of it he talks about is sacrifice. A lot of he talks about is accountability. A lot of he talks about playing for each other and not for yourself. So when you put all that together, and then you believe in it, and you have, and you know their head coach comes in, and he takes them by storm as far as like you know letting them putting them in position to be successful. Um, then you start to win more games and, 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 you know, go for, you know, forward there. So I think it's, like I said, it's, it's, I don't view it as too easy because I've never, I've never been around guys that were, you know, we probably had some selfish players, but when it came out there, we were playing to win. Like, how much do you want to win? That's what I would be asking. I'm, what are you, what are you willing? Like, I would have everybody Ask, I would ask every kid on this team, like, what, what are you give, willing to give up to win? How much of that is done in January, February, March versus June, July, August? It's every single day. So it starts whenever their winter conditioning starts. You know, a good story about Georgia is Jermaine Johnson, uh, who actually went to my high school, um, went to a JUCO, went to Georgia, right? Was probably a little bit of a – I don't want to say outcast, but you know, he, you know, he was about JJ, you know, um, he, it just didn't, he didn't, he wanted, he, and granted he ended up being a top 12 pick. He probably was the best, but the way Georgia does it, you had other guys that were top 20 picks and you got to, everybody's going to, you know, you got to, you got to really earn it. Well, he chose to go to Florida state. It worked out for him, but the sacrifice of willing to give away, not give away, but to be okay with one player leaving for the betterment of the team. So when you're asking players, to sacrifice they're watching what you're willing to do as a organization per se sacrifice for the betterment of them is that the definition of and the difference between a program and a team yeah that's a program (laughs) that's a program right there and a team is a team would be okay example of a program was obviously georgia like tcu's team had a great year right it's we'll not. See, its we'll program see. is not at the level of the people around it, which is what showed up we'll, last time. Yeah, we'll see. Right, and so, and also, you see with Georgia's program, guys somehow guys from that play for Vince Dooley, Mark Rick, so all there, all around it. Right, not taking all a not, not making around. appointments to be there. So that, uh, that's a program. well. We got we got Big Foss tomorrow, so he, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, oh, let, yeah. <laughs> we'll let we'll let Foster come on yeah. in and, and and rave about that because he. The way he speaks about Georgia football is how I wish 
Hus- current Husker alumni talked about Nebraska. But it's different though because they they because Foster tell you, and my dad will tell you, it's just it, the way they do stuff is different. That's why I want to have him back on because I want to get into that. We'll go to break here, uh, and and when we come back, I'll ask Jay this question. Text line, you can let us know what you think. But who's next, right? If it's if TCU can't repeat. We know we would imagine that Georgia's the, the the favorite. Alabama is knocking at the door. Who else is next? Who are the other two teams that make the Final Four next year? We'll get those answers when we come back to old school.